G'day legends and welcome to this episode of the Hey Big Mac podcast. We thank you for watching, listening, subscribing and viewing wherever you are getting these episodes. We hope everyone is having a crack a day while you're about to start listening to this episode. A couple of mentions from our sponsors, got to keep the lights running. Alrighty guys, we have a word from LJ Fab. Really thank him for being a massive sponsor of the podcast. If you are looking for a custom tray, canopy, dog box, under tray toolboxes, guards, anything like that for your 4x4, he does a lot. Uh, he's based in Chinchilla. He ships Australia-wide. Guys, he's been a massive supporter of the podcast, and we're a massive supporter of him. Go check him out over at LJ Fab. He is an absolute legend over there, family-run business. We can't thank him enough. All right, next up, legends, is Kaluan Mufflers. Guys, these are a new sponsor to the channel. Can't thank him enough for jumping on board and helping us out this year. They've just finished off the absolutely awesome job of my ute making the stacks work with the LJ Fab tray. Guys, if you're in the 4x4 market from a weekender to an extreme off-road enthusiast, these guys are the people to see for your exhaust systems. They specialize in custom 304 stainless steel and 409 bolt-on systems. They also do merchandise, pop into the store. Guys, you can find them on the socials everywhere, uh, the website, phone number, um, Search up Clue and Mufflers on Instagram, online, wherever you're going to find them. It is my 4x4. Now, this is like a resume for your own four-wheel drive rig, car, whatever it may be. You can keep a complete list of everything that's on your car, answer every question someone has about your car in one place. You add your parts, photos, record events, trips, time in the shed, everything. You create your own short URL to link to your build in your social bio. You can research what parts and mods other people with the same car are using and ask them any questions you have. Guys, I think this is a fabulous way to extend what people are doing in the industry and avoid those little nasty questions that everyone's always asking, what lift and tires are you running? This is an awesome thing I'm happy to be supporting this year on the podcast. So go check them out on my 4x4. You'll see the links in our social bios. We also have a word from Froth and Race Parts. Guys, Froth and Race Parts, it's myself and Andre. If you want to check out some off-road race parts for your rig, go check it out on the socials, Froth and Race Parts. And last but not least, guys, if you're not following on Spotify, subscribing on YouTube, please check it out. Um, Spotify, you just search up the Hey Big Mac podcast. Uh, anywhere else you're listening, it'll be the exact same name. On YouTube, guys, we have the Hey Big Mac podcast and Froth Bros Media. Please go over, give them a subscribe, you know, enjoy the content. The opportunity here, if you want to advertise your business or brand, reach out to the email, heybigmacpodcast at yahoo.com. Uh, that's where you can inquire about any of the sponsorship advertising on these episodes. Thank you, guys. We appreciate your support. Let's hear today's episode. Shake and bake. How's it going, legends? Just a quick shout out to the brands that keep us going, LJ Fab and Hamptons Media Services. Cheers, guys. Now let's hear today's episode. All right, guys, and welcome back to the Hey Big Mac podcast. Uh, it's Mac here again. Same as usual. Um, this week, we're just getting back into a recap of everything that's happened over the last few weeks that I've missed out on, that I've been away for, all that sort of shit. So the first thing I want to start off with, I've got to clear the air. I fucked up, and basically the last two episodes that have gone out, I've just had heaps of issues with them. A little bit of poor planning on my side. The rush around, being away on holidays, no internet, no service, podcast going up late. It was a bit of a fuck up, really. So besides that, I'm still working on them. Um, if by the time this ha hasn't come out, I'm not sure what else I can do because I'm still with Sam and Monique's episode. The audio file from the deck and the SIM card just won't let me drag and drop it. It's saying the file's there. It's saying it's got the data but I just I can't actually hear it at all. So I'm not sure what the hell's going on. With Tommy and Mitch's Boys in the Bush episode, that was a fucking ripper episode. Like, same as Sam's. Sam's was fucking awesome as well. We just sat down, had a chat just after I fitted a winch with him into the ute. And basically we just talked about all the, the standard stuff, what's going on with Built Not Bought, um, talk to Monique about girls in the industry. We also had Sam's brother, Zach, come on and just talk about different things he's doing on the Bill Not Bought side of stuff. So that was very interesting to get a bit of an insight into what's going on over there and how it's all happening. With Tommy and Mitch's episode, it was a bloody long one, but we are just sitting around camp smashing beers and basically just got into more and more yarns, recapping shit. It was 
so bloody eventful. I, I loved it. It was probably one of my favourite episodes yet to sort of even listen back on myself. Um, the video file for that is doing the exact same thing as what the audio file for Sam's one's doing. So I'm not sure if it's a space issue because I've got heaps of space or something or a file, but it's basically, it's sitting there. I'm looking at it. I just can't load the video. I don't know what's going on. So still trying to sort that out, which is a bit of a fuckery. The other part of it is the last two weeks, everyone was on my ass for it. I was uploading late. So the Sam Oz and Nick episode, that Monday I was actually driving out to Alice. So I spent 20-something hours in the car. I didn't even touch the laptop at all. So sorry about that. It, it was just an absolute stitch up. So um, ended up getting that up. I think it was a Wednesday or something, which was a bit late again, I know. Um, there was also... Hold on, I'm just reading off the screen. The one this week that's just gone up for Tommy and Mitch, um, that's gone up on the Thursday, same issue. I just had not strong enough internet to do it where we were. We are travelling back from Fink as well. We left, so Monday was actually the Fink race and we were out in the middle of the desert, so we just had no service to upload it. Um, come back through, back to Gladstone, and got it edited up. It just didn't want to upload. So I had to wait till I was home Wednesday night to get it uploaded for Thursday morning um, publish. So, yeah, that was the fuck up there. But the other thing I'm thinking of is my my weekends are probably the most chaotic days of the week. It's so hard to, unless it's a pre-scheduled episode, to edit up and get an episode going. So what I'm thinking is, and I want everyone's feedback, does a Wednesday episode work for you or, or Tuesday or Monday. I want to keep it at the start of the week. Otherwise we're going to be offset a whole week from update recording. So I don't want to be recording like I am now on a weekend and dropping an episode the week after. It just doesn't make sense because you're missing out a whole week of updates. You're a week behind. People don't have an attention span to think back two or three weeks. So I'm just thinking, do we, do we drop a Tuesday or Wednesday? That gives me a whole Monday and Tuesday to get an episode out ready and make sure it's perfect instead of trying to rush them and have the stuff around. So let us know your thoughts on that sort of stuff. Um, in the Explore Life episode, The Boys in the Bush with Tommy and Mitch, we mentioned we carried on that I broke a hub, I broke a hub, broke a hub, and she was just being broken. Turns out it was actually an axle. Um, a lot of people might have seen if you're actually following me on Instagram. I do put up my breakages. I'm not afraid to put up the fuck-ups and the fails I have on my ute. I'm pretty open about it all. Honestly, if, if you're going to be in this limelight of being a so-called influencer in the industry, show your fuck-ups, show your raw end, show what's actually going on, and people appreciate it. Like, it's not all sunshine and rainbows that everyone's got these beautiful big rigs and they're taking around and they're not breaking stuff and they're not having issues. Everyone's having them. People don't want to show them because they're too scared for the criticism. I don't give a fuck. Basically, if I break something on the ute, it's because I'm pushing myself. I'm pushing the ute. I'm trying to see potential out of stuff. I'm trying to adventure. I'm trying to do things. I don't know what's going on. But I'm, I'm not afraid to break something within reason. I'm not going to go stupid and break something because I've learned my lesson from that before. But, you know, five meters into the first track, I broke an axle. It was just unlucky and those axles have been in there for 86,000 k's so I'm thoroughly impressed it's the only thing in the front end that has not broken I've done countless hubs countless rotors and calipers diff centers uh, front shafts I've never done a front CV axle so I was pretty surprised that one of them did go and I'm not sure if the next one's going to go on the other side now because it's being still older and the one in the front that I replaced with is basically brand new. So we'll see how that goes. That, that could be interesting down a later point, but I think the ute's going to rest up for probably a few weeks now and just get, you know, everything refreshed, clean it up, maybe get a detail. I need a new main battery. The main battery is shit itself. 87,000 Ks on that battery. So it's just copping it as it is. Um, yeah, there's, there's not too much to go out 
on the Ute. The, the Ute did go bloody flawlessly, though, for the trip. Um, everyone gave me shit. Oh, why are you running traps? Because I don't give a fuck. Same thing again. They went absolutely awesome off-road where they needed to. Horrible on-road. They're loud as fuck. They do chew a bit of fuel economy, which, fuck, smiles per gallon, whatever you want to say. Smiles per miles. It's fucking what it's there for. I love the ute. It looks sick with Mon, and it performs well. I think everyone that come up to me in Cape, in Cape York last year were, like, blown away how good it went because it's traction. That's what you need. You can air them down, beadlock rims, drop the tyre pressures and let it crawl. And that's what it's there for. So, um, yeah, the Utes, the Utes going well. I borrowed a canopy off Matt and Chloe. Um, thank you to them because that was a huge help out of Fink. I don't know how I'd go out with out a canopy again. Um, just little things that I had set up on the Ute that worked really well. The Red Arc was going awesome as always. 200 amp lithium, never went flat. Just running fridges and chargers and cameras and battery tools and everything off it. So that worked a bloody treat. Um, I only went out with a swag. Every bloody man and their dog seemed to have rooftop tents out there or caravans. Took the swag out, loved it, but maybe I might have to look at getting a rooftop eventually, just when I can afford it. Um, another little update. Ah, this week at the end of the episode is going to be the first call-in. So we're going to listen to one call-in. And it's going to set the bar for what you fuckers need to bloody call in about. Sorry for the language. Just loving it. But it was a ripper yarn. He sent it in. He was one of the first ones to send one in. And we're going to start him in. And I think I'm going to do like two or three guest episodes a month. And then go to like a call in episode, bit of a yarn, update, topics, that sort of stuff. Um, basically... I got a few things that people sort of sent in over the last two or three weeks. So Fraser Island has been renamed to Gary. I'm all for it. I think it was a long time coming. Look, it, it is what it is. I still call it Fraser. Understandably, it's going to be called Gary now, I think it is, is how they actually pronounce it. Um, I've got nothing against it. It's just a name change. It is what it is. So roll with it. Don't make the fucking bullshit jokes about it. Um there was people out there making jokes and slandering it and all that sort of stuff. It's not needed. Who cares? It's not not your house. It's not your property. What's it matter? It's not your name. It's just another thing that's just been renamed. I've given it back to the um, Indigenous people and doing that. And it is what it is. So right, that's a new one. Um, the, I'm actually travelling to Bali very shortly. And for the longest time... So everyone in my family got vaccinated, so so bad. If you're vaxxed or unvaxxed, I don't really care. Don't try and push it on others. It's just fucking stupid. Why? Why? It's run your own race. Why do you want everyone to do what you want to do? It's, it's fuck being a sheep. I didn't get vaxxed because I did not see the fucking point in it. That was it, plain and simple. I didn't understand it. I looked at basically what I looked at for my own benefit. Be healthy. Fucking stay fit. Have your fucking right your nutrition. I fucking eat like shit. Yes, you get sick, but I didn't get COVID. I fucking tested and tested when I got sick. Nothing. So basically the whole family got the jab. Um, I didn't. We booked this trip to Bali. Everyone knows Bali, you've got to have the fucking jab. So coming back from Fink, we got into Alice, first bit of reception. The first thing we see is basically Bali. Bali entry vaccinations have been dropped. So I was fucking over the moon because I didn't want to fuck up a family holiday by not being able to get into the country unvaxxed. So that's awesome for me. Um, probably sucks for everyone else that did just go get vaxxed to be able to go do those things without waiting. Um, but yeah, the vaccine's been dropped. They just says be cautious of what's going on. Obviously, you just don't want to get sick anywhere and be stuck. So... Yeah, that's a, that was a fucking big win, I suppose. And All right, legends, we interrupt this episode to bring you a word from our sponsor, LJ Fab. If you're looking for a new tray, canopy, or dog box, the legends at LJ Fab are one of you who offer flexibility 
and custom design to suit your needs. Only a few hours west of Brisbane, they can ship Australia-wide, so get in quick. They have one availability left in August. If not, check with Luke and get a booking for your ute. He's also given us a little discount code. So 10% off any tray, uh, excluding accessories. So if you get in, use the code HeyBigMacPodcast, send it to him, and he'll give you 10% off your next tray. So that's huge, guys. So make sure you get in quick. LJ Fab, go check him out. Thanks, guys. Back to today's episode. Yo. So if everyone's seen, I put up a reel out at Tennant Creek. Um, I actually ran into some unreal police out there up in the Northern Territory. As you do, you sort of pucker up a bit when you see a highway patrol car pull in next to you at the servo and you go, oh shit, what's going on here? They were the friendliest blokes I've ever met in my life and holy shit, did they set an example for police Australia-wide. They come up, they had a chat, they were genuinely interested in the car having a look, going around. I was talking to them, showing them ins and outs. And it was good to see someone on the side of the force that can see the appreciation for a ute without coming over and having to slander something or put you, put you in almost like a state of fear for, all right, now I'm going to get fined or a speeding ticket or whatever the hell it's going to be or defect. Or These guys weren't even worried about that. They were there to fill up, grab a coffee and be on their way. I was doing... Nothing wrong. We weren't harming anyone. It was just being what we were like. He, he loved the ute. It was bloody awesome to see because to have someone come up and appreciate your ute on the side of the force where a lot of people in the four drive industry that don't have legal utes, I was just worried about that 24-7. And, you know, having an engineered kit from J-Max where it's 4-inch, 35s, completely legal, and you just don't have to worry about those little things. And... Those guys were loving it. They, they were genuinely interested, like, lifting tyres. What is it? Like, we we don't see much of it out here. And basically ran them through it, how it all works, how it's engineered, what was done. And they were frothing. Like, so it was good to see that side of things. And, you know, everywhere out in the Territory, the police just seemed like we had a lot of breathos out there and stuff. I mean, it's the busiest weekend of the year and out in Fink. And, look, the police are just doing their job. They, they weren't out there for, you know, oh, here's a random breath test. By the way, we're going to defect your vehicle. There's none of that like you get in Queensland and the Sunshine Coast Southeast. It was, we're here to do our job. That's it. If you're going to be a dickhead, look, we might fucking ping you. But they were just genuinely nice out there doing their job. As soon as we get back to Queensland, there's fucking coppers everywhere. You're getting pulled over. You're getting questioned about everything. It's just a shit vibe. It's nothing against fucking Queensland police that are doing the right thing, but it's it just comes back every few weeks. It's the same answer, whether it's myself involved, mates involved, other people I see involved. There's always someone dealing, and I see it more so Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria police just stinging on people for they're not hurting anyone. They're out by themselves in the middle of fucking nowhere on some tracks and they're getting fined and defected and everything. I think a good example is probably, correct me if I'm wrong, it, it was Pooley a week or two ago, got done in the Vic High Country again, and I think it might have been for tyres being too big or something like that, but it's just like you're in the middle of absolutely fuck nowhere. Like I think you might have been coming back through town or something, but it's you're going out for a wheel, you're doing nothing. Like Maybe some laws need to be changed, maybe they don't, but... Yeah, it's, it's a bit annoying when you put all this work into your ute and no one appreciates it. And the only people that do appreciate it are the ones that are actually genuinely interested in the industry and seeing big utes rolling around and, yeah. So enough of that little fucking rant. That That's about it. Um, so back on the coast now, just going to hang, probably hang tight for a few weeks and see how we go with... You know, I'm just going to get the year ready, get prepped for some more trips. We've got a lot of trips coming up. So um, I'm going to Bali, then I'll get back. Then we're going to Cape York, get back from Cape York, then heading back up to Don River Dash. Um, probably more about that later on in a few more episodes when I can get Andre back on here because that'd be a good one to talk about with him. So there's a little teaser for you. Um couple other little notes 
I'm going to bang this one in the middle of the episode. Rig of the week. Yeah, it was really hard to find a rig of the week that actually stood out because there's a lot happening everywhere. Um, but one of the ones that stood out to me was it's a pretty standard build, nothing too major going on. 70th anniversary single cab with a tub. It's got all the good stuff going on, just nice little retro wrap down the side of it, lift, tires, suspension, all the works. And he's, his account on Instagram is jizz79, built by Keto Cruisers. So I'm not sure if anyone's seen that, but I'll link it in the description again as the same as the other rigs of the week. That was just probably my favorite. It's tidy. It's just got the retro vibes going to it. 70th anniversary look. Just the wrap that's down the side of it with the decals and then the bronze rims. It just works. Bloody beautiful. So congrats on the ute, mate. It's looking bloody immaculate. I love it. Alrighty, so let's get back into it. Um, I'm going to run through a bit of the trip recap. So obviously everyone heard the first day of the Explore Life trip. Um, so with Tommy and Mitch, the first, the when we filmed that episode, the first day had just happened, but then we went out the second day and look, I don't want to spoil that Explore Life video too much, but holy crap. We had a meal in the morning that was absolutely massive. I think we said on the podcast anyway, kilo donut, uh, kilo sausage roll, sorry. And that went down absolutely like brutal. Um, the next, after that, we went out, found a few tracks. It was sucked, sucked to see a lot of the gates closed. Um, let me give me a pop. Sucked to see a couple of the gates closed, which sort of put a downer on the trip. Um, we did end up finding a couple of sick little runs up through some hills, creek beds, hill climbs, everything like that. So there are still some spots out of the back of Kenilworth and Imble that are just fun. Like they're not dangerous, but they're fun. So we really enjoyed that. Um, I left there basically, us boys, we finished that trip like two o'clock Friday Arvo. And so I was sitting there going, oh shit, like I've got to head up to King of the Strip. So I got home. Within 15, 20 minutes, had unpacked from that trip, repacked, and then I've gone basically from Sunny Coast to Manarabi, gone up for King of the Strip Drags, and holy hell, wasn't that an event? Um, I was. Um, Nick from Pig Motorsports, he was kind enough to give me a VIP like entry pass, media pass, all that. So. If anyone's at that event, you've probably seen me running around looking like a dickhead using a camera that I've got no idea what I'm doing. But, hey, we got some sick footage coming from that. I'm actually very impressed with it. But over all the weekend, like, we'll set up. You've probably seen the cars on display. We're at the Wheel Boys sort of tent display with Andre. Um, it just was really, buddy, well, well put together event. Everyone was having a good time. Everyone was having a laugh. It was just ripper um man there was some sick cars there for sure like the amount of rigs there running mad horsepower it's it's so hard to go through everything that was going on um the boys did well i think andre got down to like a 14.1 or 14.3 in a basically a naturally aspirated ls1 in the gq so i think he was pretty stoked with that um Few other boys, Jesus. Some there was some quick cars there. I can't remember who was running a really fast time. It might have been like Dwayne in the um, Shuckerbilt GU. He was running some mad, mad times. Um, the boost times three Ram that was running some crazy times. Yeah, you'll have to stick around for the YouTube video to see the recap on that because there's there's a lot going on in that video and a lot to edit. It's going to be about an hour long video, so. Hang out for that on the Big Mac and the Piss Pass YouTube channel. Um, did get to meet our friend there, Short Mav. Um, look, I've said it to everyone before. I won't judge anyone personally until I've actually met him face to face, shaken a hand and got to actually talk to him. Look, he wasn't a bad bloke. Got to meet him. We sort of put the shit behind us. At the end of the day, it's just fucking, it was what it was. That's it. Um... Look, I'm happy to have no beef with anyone in the industry unless it's fucking, you know, bought upon me. Um, I didn't really take any negative 
effects out of it. I don't think he really did. He just we just sort of played along with the hype of it. We both got followers. I got listeners out of it. It was sort of a win-win for both of us, I suppose you can say. Um, after that, it was just a sick night. Got to meet a fair few more people out there that were just running around. Everyone that came up said, G'day, it was bloody awesome. Um, met a lot more people as well. Caught up with a heap of mates. So, yeah, it was, it was just bloody ripper night. So, everyone had fun. Everyone was pretty much doing the right thing for the most half. Everyone was fucking holding the Utes on lim- limiter bash all night. So it was, it was bloody ripper. Um, and then basically from there, the next morning, went up to Andre's shed. He's over. He's like five minutes away from the dragway. Went up there, basically started ripping apart my front end, put the new axle in. I sort of recapped that already at the start of the episode. Fucked around there for most of the day and then four o'clock. Hold on. Wait. Four o'clock, I got the dog sitting next to me. Four o'clock that afternoon, we left Gladstone and drove basically through the night all the way out to three ways. Um, so me and Shano, we jumped in, drove. I drove till like one o'clock in the morning. She drove for a few few hours then, and then I just basically jumped in probably just about sunrise-ish, somewhere there, and just kept driving. Um, we got in Mount Isa, had a brekkie. It was a fucking good drive out there. I didn't mind it. Then we stopped at three ways for the night. That was good. And we shot down to Alice the next morning. Um, so Fink, I'm sure everyone wants to know what's going on with Fink and how it was. And so, look, it was my first time going out there. A few other friends as well. It was their first time going out there. So first day we got in there, popped in. Um, I knew... A few guys that were going to be in town already. So, like, there's a couple of boys like Tommy and that that were pre-running. He'd done an awesome job racing. Um, but, yeah, stopped in straight away, seen um, Ella, Billy, Cam and Jared. They all camped up with the caravan. You've probably seen it on Instagram already and all that sort of stuff who we were camped with. But, yeah, hung out the sort of first two days with them. We just, holy shit, there was a lot going on. We had Bikes running around, fires, axes, buddy. Bit of rage cage going on for you, so we're absolutely blind. I mean, you got no responsibility out there when you camped up and all you got to do is party, so we definitely let it out of our system. Um, a few other boys started rolling in. We had Mick and Tay from Dare to Explore. They rolled in. They had the bike. They were kicking around. Um, Sam from Bill and Bought, he... Rocked up as well. He had Zara with him. Basically, they were running mark as well. Blake and Maddie, they come as well. Blake and Maddie were actually running a fuel stop run for one of their mates, Dylan Casey, um, that was racing the event. So they sort of just popped in, said uh, get A's and all that, and then they were they hung around for a little bit, and then they were gone for their fuel stops. Um, Pretty big deal when you got a fuel stop. You got to make sure all mates filled up, otherwise you're fucked. But yeah, we found a good camp spot the first night. We we were basically camped right out front of the chicane area where scrutineering and everything's done. That was sick. There's so many rowdy boys there. Um, videos of boys jumping bikes off. Basically, a Ute tray side lent up against another bike, and they're jumping bikes off it like it was rowdy as shit. Um, just ripping bikes through the campgrounds everywhere. It was just wild. It was just massive party going on. Um, awesome to meet a lot of people in the race scene out there. Um, just going up, introducing yourself, talking to them, see what's going on with the car, all that sort of stuff. Introducing myself to a lot of people and letting them know what I'm doing, like here with the podcast and all that. Just people that I eventually want to talk to and chat to and, you know, have a yarn with, so... That was sick, just get the name out there a bit more for us and get the audience growing. Um, the next day we basically packed up, watched sort of prologue. Prologue went sick. It was just cool to watch like choppers, buggies, bikes, everything flying through everywhere. Then we shot down to like the 80, it's roughly like the 80K mark where the bush bar was and holy fuck, like – You's all hear me going on about bush dwarfs and beach parties and all that sort of shit and fuck, we shouldn't be doing it. But 
it was just rowdy. Like, I, I don't want to put that sort of name on Tats Fink Desert Race as it is, but it was – we pulled into camp. Everyone's drinking. We're partying. The campsites around us are drinking and partying. There's music going all hours of the night. There's fireworks everywhere. Some Someone let off a flare in the middle of the night. And we just like got that on video. That's all on the Instagram as well. And then I think it was Sunday night. We've gone to lay down to bed and just heard this absolute fucking sonic boom run through the campsite. And it just woke everyone up. Like I think one of the boys was in the shower. I was fucking in the swag. Fucking like people everywhere just going, what the fuck was that? Because it's just party, party, party. This fucking boom. And then it was just dead silent. Like. What the fuck happened? Honestly, I still didn't hear anything about it afterwards. We we were just fucking doing our own thing. Um, I'm not sure if anyone's seen out there, there's like the Outback sort of bush bar. Like some people know about it, some people don't. I knew about it from previous years, seeing videos and whatnot. We went out there and it was a fucking rowdy time. It was basically like a pub with no rules. If you rocked up, you basically became an equal in the pub if you did the right thing and fucking wild. I was getting egged on to buddy run the cruiser up dunes and shit and oh, the last thing I want to do was break the ute 3,000, 4,000 k's from home. But we had a fun in it. Boys on pit bikes running like bull races out of the bar and then they're shooting them with a buddy, I don't know, potato cannon with a tennis ball. It was just rowdy. Like everyone was all for it. If you didn't want to do something, you didn't have to do it. It was sort of that sort of situation. But peer pressure was definitely a dog. Um, the boys threw the bikes on the bar. They did a burnout, shredded the tyres. Um, some other bloke actually jumped on the bike and rode it off the bar. And holy crap, I've never seen someone nearly kill themselves. His head just missed the hot plate. So holy crap, it was it was rowdy. But everyone had a good time. Everyone come back. Everyone was safe. So, yeah. No, that was rowdy. But we'll get into a bit more of the racing side. Like, the first morning of the races, like, the anticipation, like, we jumped up early knowing that it was going to be on. So, sitting on top of the truck that Mitch ended up taking his truck out there. We're sitting on top of the truck for probably half an hour just going, when are these coming through? When are they coming through? When are they coming through? Listen to the race channels and all that. And we finally start seeing the chopper, it was a buddy police chopper. So it got everyone on their toes. I think it was just for the road closures, sort of just, you know, all the issues they had with Fink this year, getting the buggies sorted and oh, the tracks, like just getting people 30 metres back from the track. I think the 30 metre rule is a bit of an overkill, but I can understand where it comes in in sections. But um, the first chopper coming through, Toby Price, this chopper had to be in two, three metres above the road. Like he was that low. It was insane. And then trucks racing through like crazy. It was just such an experience. Like the build-up for the first truck to come through was so exhilarating. It was awesome. Like you just won't get another feeling anywhere else. It's just the anticipation behind it. And Are you chasing professional photography or videography work or logo designs like you see from all the Hey Big Mac accounts? Well, Hampton's Media Services, located between Gold Coast and Bundaberg, can bring your profiles back to life with a new professional look. So go check them out and let them know that the Hey Big Mac podcast has sent you. Cheers, guys. Back to today's episode. There's a lot of good trucks out there, boys racing. So Toby Price, he obviously won it. Everyone fucking knows that. He's, he is the king of the desert, basically. Um, who who else? There's a few other boys out there. Um one of the other teams we went and seen was Mike Shock Shop. He was racing a new buggy he got from the States. Unfortunately, he broke a control arm or something, which sucks to see because we are really on his tail all weekend, like just supporting him and that. And so was the other crew, like um, Ella Cam, Billy and Jared. They, they sort of know him and they were supporting him. So it was good to see, like everyone had support out there. Um, so he, he unfortunately went out the first day. There's a lot of cars that actually crashed in fell out of the race, which sucks to see because a lot of people, they put thousands, thousands and thousands and thousands into this race. And unfortunately just for those people that half the challenge is actually getting to Fink and back. It's it's called there and back for a reason and that's the challenge. And look, some people did it, some people didn't. And yeah, it's, it's sort of heartbreaking to see the people that can't. And 
you know, they put everything into it. And the disappointment that you do see some, from some people, the goods and bads they take away from it. Some of the people that I talked to that didn't actually make it there all back, they were just like, look, we know what we've got to work on for next year. It's, that's part of racing. So everyone was just having a good time, living it up. Um, Patriot boys did well in their trucks. Uh, I can't remember what Justin and Jamie got in their big truck. I believe they went pretty good though. I think it was like a ninth or tenth or something like that. I can't remember. But the twins, they did third, third overall. In, I'm not sure if it was overall. Oh, sorry, in their class. Sorry. So the twins did third in their class. Bloody good on them. That's a massive achievement for those boys. Um, there's a lot of other names up there that I don't know them any well than probably anyone else does. So congrats to everyone that did make it there and back and that had a good time out there. Um, in the bikes, David Walsh, he killed it. He did his fourth straight win for Taz Fink Desert Race. So he's king of the desert four years in a row. Like, bloody good on you, mate. That's a fucking achievement to make it once, let alone four in a row. But he's a local boy. He knows that spot. He's just going to kill it. A um, couple of little shout-outs to some boys like I uh, mentioned already. Dylan Casey, he was running. I I can't remember. I think he got 127th overall. I think there's like 700 pe- bike riders in this event, guys, so you got to remember that. I think he got 127th overall, and he did like 50-something in class, which is fucking incredible to see. Um, a mate of mine from the coast, Tommy Kruger, he went out there. Um, he was on the five five eighty three bike, I think it was gas gas. Tommy did fifty first overall, which is a fucking massive achievement. When I seen him the next night, he was bloody gutted that he didn't get top fifty. But hey, one spot off top fifty, mate, you got to be absolutely stoked with that. Like I know I was when I seen the results. Um, I think he said something like top twenty in class. It might have been, which is even better. Again, like that's huge. So, boys, well done. Um, I'm sure there was a lot of other names to mention as part of the racing out there. Like, a lot of boys went out there riding. So, congrats to everyone that held part of that event. Um, There's not too much else that we can sort of recap on for the holiday. Like, we got back basically just trying to get everything into gear now. And, yeah, I'm just sort of getting ready for the next trips. Um. We might change topics, go back a bit, just a little bit admin. So call-ins are going to start happening. And what I'm going to do right now is I'm actually going to play a call-in for everyone. And this is going to set the bar for call-ins. So Alec was one of the first boys to send it in. I know he's happy with me saying this because he put his fucking name in there. He wants to be on the podcast too, the mad bastard. So I'm going to sit here right now and I'm going to play a little yarn for you from... Alec about a campfire fuck up story. So hang tight, we'll get that sorted. Alright, we're back. This is going to be the first preview into what the call-ins will be. So um basically this is what I want you people to send in, like the audience, the listeners, everything like that. It can be your camp story fuck ups, your Ute fails situations just whatever might you could you just might have a joke or a spiel or a yarn you might just want to have a chat send them in to me it's easy to do um basically if you got a joke a yarn anything that just made you feel better how you feel about the podcast i want even send us in your reviews for the podcast if you're loving it you're hating it things you want to change things you want to see different send them in and we'll play it on here and mate we'll just keep going with it so this is going to be Alex Alex Yarn for the first call in. So let's let's get into that. Righto boys, it's Alec here. You know me all too well. Hey, still waiting for that invite to the podcast. Don't know whether it got lost in the mail or Australia Post hasn't delivered it yet. We all know they're pretty rubbish. Got a bit of a story about me and the boys trying to cook up while we're camping. Just all went to shit, mate. Um, Mitch came down for a visit. 
me, Mitch, and Rossi all decided to go out to a little spot out of Mackay camping. Fucking broke back Anyway, down. we're 30-odd beers deep. That's a bit of an exaggeration, but take it as you will. Pretty drunk. We've all decided, bugger it, let's get this pizza going. We've got no gas in the barbecue left. We've just decided to throw this pizza straight on the coals. Anyway, off she trots, cooking way too hot. The bottom of it's black. And we're like, all right, we've got to get this bloody pizza off the fire. If we don't get it off now, there's going to be nothing left of it. Rossi and Mitch have had this bright idea to get this shovel that we've bent into the shape of a hook. It's, it's fucked. It's written off. Oh, anyway, no. the boys are trying to drag it out of the fire with this shovel, and I can't remember whether it was Mitch or Rossi, bloody one of them. They flicked about half a beach worth of sand. Imagine Double Island Point, half of that, straight on this pizza. We're all that drunk. We didn't care. Got this pizza off the fire, cut it up. I start hoeing down on it. It's as crunchy as you'd imagine, just full of sand. There's a video out there somewhere. I'll try and get it and throw it in for the clip for you, but it was hilarious, man. We, we absolutely butchered this pizza, and now I think it's just become a bit of a tradition between me and the boys to just get pizzas going when you're real drunk. Oh. It's a terrible idea, and I don't recommend it, but I tell you what, it's funny, and it's worth a million laughs. Not really sure if this is the sort of camp fuck up or fail that you're after, but I thought it was really funny. And when Mitch and Rossi hear this, they're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Anyway, boys, enjoy. Love what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. I'll see you when I'm looking at you. Righto, boys, it's Alec here. He's no. Wow. That was a lot to fucking take him, but. Holy fuck. I'm, I reckon I blame Rossi for fucking putting sand all over the pizza, but. Mate, appreciate you calling. That's exactly what we're looking for. So everyone that knows Alec, fucking, he's got a big black 76. Boys, Mitch, Alec, Rossi, they're fucking good blokes. So that was a fucking prime example of the call-ins we need. Like that was a fucking ripper. So everyone, that just goes to show. Call in. So what you got to say. Mate, I appreciate you. I know you're listening to the podcast every week. I know you're on that machine fucking working your ass off. So that was bloody unreal. Um, fuck. Camping in a f- with fires, food, all that sort of shit, like just on coals with a pizza, it's just never going to end well. Like you're going to have charcoal, sand, like you're saying, fucking dirt. It's just all happening, so... I don't know, boys, buddy. Maybe maybe you need to come camping with me and I need to show you how to cook. That, that sounds like a better idea. I'll cook you up a mean feed. <laughs> oh, there you have it. So that was a buddy prime one. Alec actually emailed that in. The best way to get in touch with us is at the email, um, Podcast at yahoo.com. It's linked in the Instagram descriptions. It's linked in the Spotify descriptions, all that. So make sure you send them in, guys. If you can't email it in, send me a voice recording. Send me a video just of yourself with your yarn and we'll just play the audio anyway and just send it through to the Instagram. It's as simple as keep them around 30 seconds to two minutes. It's the easiest way to stick with it. Um, Yeah, look, I'd love to see a lot more hear a lot more stories like that come through on the on the yarn so and if we get enough going we'll just get more episodes going so the more you you guys are supporting and listening and all that and helping out and contributing the more that's going to happen and so i think i'm going to run once we get merchandise sorted run a giveaway pack for the best winner each week i think that'd just be a sick idea a bit of an incentive for everyone to call in so i'm going to give the first pack away i'm still waiting on them unfortunately but I reckon it's going to be a hat, shirt, and sticker pack to Alec. Fucking, he's going to be the first one to, one to get one. So good on you, mate, and I fucking appreciate it. Um, Probably a bit of a closeout. Just got little catch-ups to make on, guys. Um, a few ads being updated for the sponsors. Um, a big one is LJ Fab. He's actually just mentioned that you'll see in the ad for this week as well it's been updated so last week's episode it was just a new ad this week is another update but he's messaged me back and he said look i've got a fucking deal for you if anyone says they've been recommended from hey big mac podcast he's gonna drop 10 percent on your tray and canopy package now that's fucking massive when you're talking five ten fifteen grand depending on what you're gonna build 
10 percent a lot of money that's that's your first couple of fuel tanks for your first trip away oh that's fucking huge that's that's the difference in the money for decking out your canopy um putting your 12 volt system in like 10 percent. so say you got a 10 grand train canopy 10 percent's fucking a thousand bucks what can you do with a thousand bucks? Like I know what I could do with a thousand bucks right now. It'd be a lot of shit on that Ute fixing up bloody twelve volt wiring, adding bits and pieces in. You know, it's endless. So that's massive. Ten percent on a train canopy is fucking huge. So I don't know how long that's going to stay around unless he realizes that it's a bloody good deal because he Luke does look after us. So if you're looking for a new train canopy, here's another little plug for Luke. Get over, check out LJ Fab. Say you're from the Habig Mac podcast, if you want guards, boxes, bit of tidy up on your ute, ladder racks, headboards, just a bit of general fab. He's doing like truck trays and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, you want a new tray and canopy or just a canopy to suit your ute, he does everything flexible, custom, all of it. You've heard it in the ad. So, look, that's bloody unreal news from Luke. Um, Just other things, there's not too much else to sort of fill in on i'm working on the podcast getting it all sorted i really want to make video and audio happen weekly so i'm working on getting a camera that's my next goal before anything happens on the ute obviously besides battery i'm getting a fucking camera i'm gonna still record these episodes and we need some guests on here now i'm gonna reach out to a few more guests in the next couple of weeks bank up a few episodes so i'm not worried about it while i'm over in bali for two weeks um so when I go away, I want to have episodes for guests scheduled, guest only. There's not going to be update episodes on the road. I just can't do it. It's just too much of a headache. But I need need to put some guest episodes in there. I've got a lot of people lined up. We just got to make it happen. That's all it is. So if you want to see more of that, make sure you're fucking hitting up your guest. Talk to your people that you want to see on the podcast. If you've got someone you want to see on the podcast, fucking hammer them. Because if they're messaging me, it's probably going to happen sooner than me messaging them. And it's just the way it is. I, I want to see these people on the podcast. I want to expand their growth. I, I want to expand ours by bringing in a different audience, growing the podcast, producing better content, and just making something for the four-drive industry and motorsports and all that in Australia because we don't have it. No one's got it. So let's start killing that and – Hopefully we can get some more guests that, you know, are interesting. Everyone seemed to love the last two episodes with Tommy and Mitch out in the bush, um, Sam and Monique, uh, even though there's a few audio issues. A lot of people, I got a lot of good feedback on that episode. Um, good and bad, I must add. Um, a lot of people fucking hated the audio and so did I. Don't get me wrong. I listened to every single episode before it goes out and after it's gone out in post. So... Look, I hear it as well. I fucking kick myself in the ass for it every single fucking time. And it's just, yeah, there's nothing I can do besides admitting I've fucked up. So I'm going to aim for that not to happen again. We're going to start getting uploads going um, probably on the Tuesdays or Wednesdays. It's probably going to be easier, but let us know what you think. If you want a Monday still, I'm just going to fucking do a Monday. Um, And that's about it. Um, Yeah, so... Look, thank you very much, guys. I hope you have a fucking ripper week. Um, it's good to be back on the coast. I've just done a little bit of work again, fucking back plastering with my parents, um, just helping out finish their house. Everyone that does know, look, I have a, I've sort of jumped out of the plastering industry. I'm fucking stoked to be out of that industry because it's such a thankless industry. Um, no one appreciates good work anymore. And if you do do good work... People complain about the price. They're complaining about something and fuck that. I don't want to be involved in an industry that's only known about that. So I'm out of the plastering game now, as a lot of people do know. Um, I'm actually jumping in with a few mates, just helping them labor. I'm actually, in, I love working, but I don't like being fucked around while I work. I want to just go in, do the job, fuck off, get paid. And so a really good mate of mine, Jakey, he's jumped in. He's offered me a bit of work, fencing, building fences, checking fences, you know the spiel. And I'm fucking loving it. Um, so thanks, Jay. It's buddy. It's been a massive help. Get me back on my feet. Fucking get a bit of money in the accounts. 
it's been good. So, um, big shout out to the boys. They fucking, the boys are always looking after the boys and we found a good group that are just running, doing their thing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's bloody unreal. Um, yeah, that's, that's going to call it for this week, guys. If, if you have any recommendations, make sure you stay up to date on the socials. The Hey Big Mac podcast on Instagram. Uh, hey Big Mac 4x4. You're going to see all our updates there. Make sure you're also checking out the Piss Bar. He's going to have a few more things coming up very soon. He is knuckling down getting these next things ready for basically YouTube, the Blue Ute, and a few other things coming up. So we'll talk to him probably in the next episode. Get a bit of an update on his life, where it's all going, what's happening. I know he hasn't been on the episodes lately, but he's hustling to get some shit done right now. So fucking good work, mate. Anyway, guys, enjoy your week. I know everyone's going to be busy driving to work, doing something while they're listening to this. I fucking appreciate every single one of you, and we'll see you next time. You. Shake it, back. Rightio, legends. Thank you for watching or listening this episode of the Hey Big Mac podcast. We really hope you enjoyed this episode, guys. Um, look, it would be a massive favor if you could go and leave us a um, thumbs up, a like, comment. Go follow us on um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, on YouTube, wherever you listen to us. Um, rate us five stars. We really appreciate it, guys. Look, Last thing before we sign off, if you ever see us in public at an event, guys, make sure you come up and say good day. Most of the time we've got stickers or something with us. So we really appreciate it, guys. Thank you for supporting us with this journey of the podcast. Um, it's something new in the industry, but we really love doing it and we really love the feedback. So thank you, legends. And if there's someone you want to see on this podcast, make sure you send it to them and make sure you send them to us. Thank you for now. We'll see you next week.